Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Go ahead and tell them to call my phone. Welcome to Arizona Fit, the podcast that brings you all original, all organic, Phoenix-focused fitness content. What's up with the what's up? I'm your host, Ian Knight, and today we're going to talk about the tools you can add to your personal arsenal to stay in shape right now. Before we get started, I want to thank all our listeners out there in the Valley. The show keeps on growing, and we keep bringing on exceptional guests because of your devout listenership. Be sure to share the show with your fit fam right now. Subscribe and share those positive vibes. All right, and today I get to sit down with Kenyatta Banks, fitness instructor extraordinaire. We talk about his on-demand training program and how you can stay in shape anywhere. Roll it. Let's do it. Okay, so Kenyatta, for all our listeners out there who may have not attended a class of yours yet or may have not seen one of your videos, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself and uh, a little bit about your early days in fitness. Uh, all right, well, my name's Kenyatta Banks. I'm a fitness professional, if you will. Uh, I'm a military brat. Uh, my dad was in the Army, so I grew up in Berlin, Germany. I was born in uh, Washington State, though. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then I went to um, college in Miami. So uh, I'm pretty well-traveled. Um, I grew up playing sports, basketball, football, track, whatever. And then later in life, um I didn't start lifting weights and stuff until I was about 19, 20. And uh, I just got addicted to that. And for years, I was training people when I was in college, like under the table, you know what I'm saying? A little $20 here and there. <laughs> and uh, and then I ended up working like at a Bally's Total Fitness in North Miami Beach. And they made me hate training. So I stopped doing that. And I started working on the, in the nightlife in the hottest clubs on South Beach. I was doing security for six years, uh, six nights a week. But I always was still working out and stuff, so there was always this hint of fitness as therapy, um, you know, in the background. And then eventually, you know, some things in life transpired to where I had to move back home to Washington State and regroup and reset. And, uh, and then it became blatantly obvious like this is the thing i was supposed to be doing and so um yeah that's how i started isn't that funny how fitness just seems to always find us because for the longest i tried to not be a trainer or a coach and it just kept coming back people just kept coming up to me how do i do this how can i get faster how can i get stronger how can i play ball better and i eventually i just didn't have a choice Yeah, because it was one of those things where, like, man, I know how to work out for myself, you know? And then it's like, well, can I – well, I work out with my boy, but can I really help somebody else? And so it was was the thing now when I look back, like, man, if I was paying attention, it was always there. You know, I just talked myself out of it because it was like nightlife, you know, the hottest club, South Beach, I was – modeling and acting on TV and music video. I was doing everything under the sun, bro. And 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 then and then somewhere in that you realize that it's it's empty, you know? And nothing made me feel the way helping somebody get in shape or change their mindset or become active or, you know, all those things, um, they just felt they helped me feel more alive and like with a purpose where before it was just like, man, we bought the party. There's girls, it's celebrity. It's, I'm in the hot, you know, I was in the, the, 
the summit of South Beach nights. So, yeah, I got lost in that for a while. And, and then, you know, the universe and the most high was like, hey, watch this. You about to sit down. <laughs> it sat me down. I'm going to tell you right now, um, I have, I, which is funny because I actually went to college at Washington State. Between okay. between the state of Washington, California, Texas, um, I had a few roommates down in Florida. I haven't been down there personally, but Virginia, I have run across incredible trainers in my life. And I have only taken Kenyatta's class three times in person. And I can honestly say it is the only class that has put me on my ass every time. It, Respect, bro. That's a hell of a compliment, bro. It's hard. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who say they have great energy when they teach and do all this. I'm telling you right now, I have okay energy. I, there's a reason why. I, there's a reason why I teach yoga. I got perfect yoga energy. But when it comes to the, to the acrobatics, the aerobics, the hit, that's not me. But Kenyatta is exactly where you want to be. And given the times that we're in right now during this pandemic. You are lucky to have access to a guy like this, especially if you are in the Phoenix area. Um, so, with Man. that, with that said, I want to, I want to re, I want to rewind a little bit later because I'm interested to see, find out how you went to uh, Miami. But okay. let's talk, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of your beach body recordings. So, you were out there modeling in Florida. You were in videos. You were living it up. Um, how did you <laughs> find beach body? Yeah, so I was, I was doing all the Miami stuff, and uh, I'll keep this part brief. Um, essentially what happened was uh i got robbed at gunpoint um and essentially you know i was staring death in the face uh and and then after that my car got stolen and stripped and 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 so i was in a, just in a dark space where i was like man i can't function you know without a vehicle i live 40 minutes from the beach um and so it was just like man i got to go home and, and, and regroup and so I went back to Washington and, you know, I'm going home from, you know, busy life, grinding, partying, college, all of that. You know, Miami's a faster pace than Washington State. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, I definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> so I get home and it's like ground zero, bro. You got to start over. And I didn't have no money to join nobody's gym or nothing. And one of my boys who was in the military, shout out to Dante, he was like, man, I got this P90X. And I was like, bro, ain't nobody working out at home. I'm a trainer, bro. I ain't doing that. There ain't no real work. And he was like, man, I'm going to just give you these DVDs. And uh, he gave them to me. He's like, man, just do one of them. And I did the first day, and I was like, man, what is this? I just got my handed to me in my mama's basement. Like, what? So... I was like, man, I'm in day one, day two, I'm in it. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. But I, I really didn't have no choice if I was going to be active. And so I love basketball and, and plyo, you know, uh, was one of the P90X workouts. And I didn't, I didn't hoop at all for like two months of doing it. And then I went to the park one day and I already naturally could jump, but it was like a lion out of the cage, a kangaroo, it was insane, and I was like, man, this thing works. So I was just posting about it every day on my Facebook, like, man, P90X, Plyometrics. I got a, I got a little video of it on YouTube that's old, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, and then this lady reached out to me and was like, have you ever thought about being a coach? And I was like, I don't want to coach nobody. What you talking about? 
And then she presented me with the, you know, the business opportunity of it. And that was where my light bulb went off. Like, hey, man, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I grabbed four of my friends. One of my best friends is a comedian. And so we had a team of people that was helping him build his comedy shows and stuff. And I said, man, I'm about to do this insanity workout. Y'all got to, you got to do it with me because if we're going to die, we're going to die trying to get in shape. And so I had four people in the garage every morning doing these workouts. And then other people from other cities wanted to come to this garage. And I was like, man, it's just a garage. Like, this ain't no gym. This ain't. And it grew into this thing where I had uh, a fit club, if you will, with 50 people every Monday. And the energy was electric. It was all ages. It was whatever. And I just, that's how it started. Um, and then through that, because I was doing a lot as far as community-wise within the business, you know, CEOs reposted one of the videos, and then uh, I got flown out to the first ever master trainer camp to be in the same room with Shalene Johnson and Sean T. It's like, Sean I don't know, 15, yeah, 15,000 people applied. They only selected 40 of us. I was one of the 40. Um and that's that's how it that's how that side the group side started was that and I used to teach this other format called Ripped and I was always just trying to figure out like what is more masculine it's not you know I'm not knocking Zumba or nothing like that but I was like man I always really want to be dancing and like I want to challenge people and so uh, yeah I got in a couple of beach body infomercials and and, and commercials um, and then in the midst of that. Uh, Another light bulb went off. It was like create your own, and that's how that's how that happened. You know how impressive that is. I mean, so for all you who don't know, Beachbody they are the creators of P ninety X Insanity, which is the one that I personally subscribed to um, back in twenty sixteen when I had my layoffs, which has been well documented on the show. So in order to be selected in those processes, you have to show an incredibly high level of fitness, an incredible high level energy, but also you have to have a true passion. It's it, I'm telling you right now, those people smiling in the videos, they're not they're not really told to smile. They do it because they like it. I am not a smiley as I go type person when I'm working out. I look miserable. <laughs> my my motto when uh, whenever I, when I bring people to my workouts and I'm working out with them, I say, listen. If I die and you die, we're going to die together. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's true. So, I mean, uh, that's incredible in itself. So, uh, if you don't mind me asking, I want to rewind a little bit. What part of mm-hmm. Washington did you uh, grow up in? So, I was born in military base in Fort Lewis, uh, or they called, what's it called now? Joint Base Lewis McCord or something. Anyways, um, and then my parents had a house in Olympia Lacey area. Okay. All right. I'm very familiar mm-hmm. with that area. Okay. Uh, small yeah. world. Look at that. Nah, that's crazy. Usually, and so usually I tell people I'm from Seattle because if I say Olympia Lacey, they like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Well, actually, Olympia is the capital, but people don't know that." So no, they don't. I just say Seattle, and then if they like, "Oh, I know that," I'm like, "Well, I was technically born in Tacoma," and I'm just like, "Break it down." But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I know. Whenever you break out that Tacoma SeaTac area, and people <laughs> they don't know the difference, and I, this is the way I always tell them. I tell them, "Listen, Seattle has the money. Tacoma, it's a little different. That's all you need to know." <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, i got love for tech though all right so you got involved uh someone reached out to you said hey let's start doing this you realize that man i can branch out and do my own thing and you started creating your own brand so let's start talking about the the arsenal side of it uh, because you go by i'm gonna probably butcher it. is it uh arsenal kenyatta or kenyatta arsenal 
I go by Arsenal by Kenyatta. Arsenal by yeah. Kenyatta. All right. So tell tell mm-hmm. our viewers a little bit about that. Yeah. So so I'll give you a little backtrack on that. So so when I went to this uh, very selective meeting with Sean T and all them, you know, I I had already been kind of leading my own workouts anyway. So my confidence was there, and um, you know, of course I'm like, man, I want to meet this dude, be in the room with him, and and I did my thing. And even to this day, there's a commercial on YouTube, and they used to come on after all the videos and stuff. But I, like, set the room on fire. Like, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't no cocky whatever, but, like, I did my thing to the point where the camera crew that was outside was like, hey, man, who are you? Like, your energy is insane. Like, we felt it outside the room. And so I'm thinking, man, I'm about to get this. You know what I'm saying? They're going to give me the green light because I just blazed the whole room. And I never got it, but I never got the answer as to why. You know what I'm saying? It's like if if there's something that could make me be better, then tell me what it is. Like if there's something I didn't do, let me know. And so I'm seeing these other people who were – some of them were great too, but a lot of them weren't. And I'm like, they got the green light? So that was part of my wake-up call. And I had – so I was teaching at – here in Arizona, I was teaching at Lifetime, and I was packing the the room – to the point where they had to move me down to the basketball court. And I just got tired of, like, waiting for them to come out with a new, you know, round or a new season, whatever they call. Right. Uh, you know, every three months. And then I got tired of just doing body weight stuff. But there was something happening because I would wake up every night, I swear, for, like, months between 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning no matter what. And I would have epiphanies like, Oh, this idea, this move, this, and there was no name. There was no arsenal. It was just, it was this idea. And then I was like, man, I really want to incorporate weights in this workout because it's something missing. Like dudes that lift weights or love this, but they hate cardio. And the girls think that if they lift weights, they're going to look like a man. So this is how I can get everybody out their comfort zone at the same time. And it's going to yield ridiculous results because now you're getting strength and cardio at the same time. There is no three sets of 10 and like we ain't doing that. And so, uh, I spent a long time creating and, and I'm going to be a hundred percent transparent. And then I just sat on it because I was afraid that people were going to be like, man, you're trying to be Sean T. And it literally paralyzed me from, from putting it out. And I was like, man, I don't want people to think that, but like, that's where my mind was at at the time. And so this gym opened in Scottsdale um, called Fit Republic. And a lady from, I used to be in Goodyear. So I'm far from Scottsdale. Yeah, you're, and you're down the street from me. <laughs> yeah, so I was out there. And a lady was like, hey, is this gym opening in um, Scottsdale? They said they were looking for the best of the best. I told them they need you. You need to go meet with them. And when I met with them, walked me into a room and the owner said, listen, this is your room. You could do what you want. And I was like, I could do what I want. Like what I want. want?" And he was like, yeah. He said, man, listen, I got this arsenal hit. I got this arsenal strength program. I got, he's like, man, whatever, but just it's yours. And that's when I started teaching more of my style. I was doing it before, but I was doing it under the pretense or under the umbrella of insanity. So if you know, insanity as a format is three rounds, right? That's a class. Mm-hmm. Well, I had the people were already in good enough shape that I'm like, man, I'm going to try to do four rounds. and But the fourth round would be my ideas. 
And then I'm like, man, I think I could get five in an hour. So I would push them to get to five, but them last two rounds would be my moves. But and you know what? I'm gonna I'm actually gonna pause you right there just for a yeah, second yeah. because um, you you've experienced experienced this as a coach. I have a lot of clients in there. We can see it in them where the potential that they have, and we try to push them to get there, and they don't and they don't believe in themselves. But eventually, after a certain amount of time, a light bulb goes off. Uh, there's something mm-hmm. I want all the listeners to understand out there. Um, if you're not a professional, if you're just a high level of fitness enthusiast trying to help someone out, everyone has those doubts. Now, what happens is eventually you're either going to overcome those doubts or you're going to bury them and they die. And that's why I always like to go back to a to a phrase. One of my coaches told me, you need to have a dream that's worth more than your sleep. So if you're constantly waking up three, four o'clock in the morning or if you're constantly always having an idea pop in your head that you got to write down, go ahead and pursue it, because I guarantee you that's something you're going to look back on in life and go, man, I wish I would have done that. And you don't want regrets. And um, and this is a perfect example of that. I mean, you're talking about a guy right now who I'm going to be really honest. I can't think of a, of a more fit, a more high energy, a more positive person out here in the greater Phoenix area who's expressing these same doubts. And he's telling you what he had to do or the affirmation that he needed to pursue further. So you're not alone out there. So just because you see you know, the life that we project online through social media. No, there are doubts behind it. We just chose to pursue it. Um, go ahead, Kenyatta. Sorry, I really wanted to touch on that, though, because I didn't want that to slip through the cracks. Nah, that's real. And, and that's the thing, right? Like, action cures fear. So I was afraid, but the only thing I could do was start teaching it. And then for the most part, nobody was even coming. I created it in my mind. Nobody was coming to me very rarely. Some people would say, you know who you remind me of? And I used to be mad, like, man, this dude, like, I'm dope, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would see him, like, I am that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm that right there. That's me. And it took me a while to just be like, no, if I ever meet him again or whatever, I would just say thank you because it wasn't meant for me to go that other route. So I have to give credit because I'm like, well, you gave birth to this. And then – the more I started teaching and people's lives were changing and they sending me messages. And, you know, I had to teach back to back classes with 50 people per class because the room was packed. And I'm just like, man, I ain't grew up here. A lot of them people at that gym grew up here. They already had a following and whatever. I came from Goodyear to Scottsdale. So I don't know nobody. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's the part that people don't see when it was two people in class or four people when nobody showed up. But I'm like, man, I'm going to just keep doing this stuff because I'm living with a purpose. And so then eventually in my writing, I was like, man, you got to be able to have weights and cardio and yoga and, and, and personal development and all these things. And I'm trying to come up with a name and I'm throwing up all these names. And it's like, man, it just was like typical corny, you know, inferno and heat. And I'm just like, man, this stuff ain't right. And I don't know, man, one day it just hit me. Like, it was like, what's in your toolbox? Like, oh, I got hit and strength and I play sports and I'm doing yoga. I'm like, man, it's the arsenal. Like, what's in your arsenal? Like, you got to have this stuff in your arsenal if you want to be better, not just in fitness, but in life. Like, you know, we fight in war every day. So what do you have in your arsenal to go to war with yourself? And that's how that part came. And then it was just like, oh, arsenal. I'm trying. I had a logo, but my logo was trash at first. Hey, we all had to start somewhere. And and it worked because guess what? 
the guy who made my logo now, I went to school with in Germany. Like, everything that's meant to be for you is going to be. It came full circle. Like, I was like, yo, I'm looking for somebody who do logos and whatever. And he was like, man, I'll do logos. I'm like, what? I said, well, this is what I'm thinking about. And, and actually, he designed both of my logos. And we just revamped it. And I'm like, man, I can't ask for nothing better, uh, you know, a better reminder of like, hey, you're, you know, when you're on your journey, there's always reminders that you're going the right way. You know what I'm saying? There might be hurdles and obstacles and whatever, but things that happen is just like, man, this happened or or this happened, and, and that was one of the things where it's like, man, this is a dude that he he knew me before all this. You know what I'm saying? We got a different bond because we grew up in Berlin, Germany together, and so that just felt good. You know what I mean? I mean, like like I said earlier, it's a small world. So we so the Arsenal, the brand takes off. I mean, you got pretty much all your bases covered. Now, the pandemic hits, gyms are closing down, people are looking online to get their fix and fitness. So right now, I mean, you've I mean, you already had this covered for years. So right now, what current classes do you offer online and through uh, Arsenal? Uh, so right now I'm doing a kids class, Arsenal for Kids, Monday through Friday at noon. And then I do Arsenal Hit Monday through Friday at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. And, uh, and then Saturday I do Arsenal Hit at noon. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, and what kind of saved me when this pandemic hit is that I have my own on-demand workout videos, like a whole eight week program that I designed and filmed. And it was a whole production and cast members and all of that. Um, and it was just kind of like, I was, it was, yeah, it was kind of like dormant. It was like sitting there, people would buy it here and there, you know, but gyms were open and so when the gyms closed it was a blessing for me as you know it's bittersweet because it took a whole pandemic for people to buy my workout but now they're like hey man this ain't no joke i'm like i told y'all you know what i'm saying <laughs> so that's what happened trust me and uh just for all our listeners know just like every other show we're going to have links to all the product info uh, in the bottom of the show notes so Go ahead and click it. Share it with everyone that you know, especially your family members who are trying to get in shape or your friends who have actually stuck to their 2020 New Year, New Me goals who are looking for an excuse to fall off. Don't let them fall off because he'll bring the workout to your living room or your garage right now. Oh, yeah. It gets real in this high arsenal, bro. <laughs> it gets real. So, uh, so we don't have that much time left, but I do want to ask. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, I got a soft spot in my heart for kids, which is, which is weird for anybody that knows me because they know uh, with all these kids being out of school, I, I hate that because they're running around, setting off fireworks, breaking into cars and whatever's <laughs> whatever's. But I do like to keep the kids busy because, man, fitness changes lives. And if it wasn't for fitness, I mean, I don't know where a lot of my friends would be right now, just being honest. So why why do you have a kid's emphasis? I mean, what really made you reach out and say, man, I want to do a kid's version? Uh, a couple of things. So so back in the day when I was even doing beach body stuff, one of my homeboys recorded a video. And he edited it down and he made like this little promo for our workouts were free right back then. And my homegirl's daughter was in the video and she was three years old and she was doing, she was mimicking one of the moves. And while I was doing all these little fit clubs, people, I mean, I would have a three generation family in there. And I saw the power of like, yo, kids need to, you know, I don't know about you, but I grew up in the do as I say, not as I do era. You know what I mean? My dad was military, so he might tell you to do something he ain't even doing or done. 
And and I realized that, yo, these kids now want to see you do it. And so part of it was like, man, if you can get them early, they're just going to be better humans in life because they're going to have more self-confidence. They're going to be disciplined. You know, they're going to be more positive. They're going to operate on a higher frequency just because they're active. And so that was the beginning when I saw a three-year-old trying to do plank punches. And I was like, she's three. Like, that's powerful. And now um, I always had it written in my notes. When, so part of my epiphanies when I was waking up at 3, 4 in the morning was the arsenal for kids. I just didn't – there was nowhere for me to really launch that or share it. And the way the pandemic worked is I have some great people in my corner that was like, man, we got two kids right here that, you know, like to be active and they want to work out too. And I was like, man, I got this program I've been sitting on. <laughs> and there it was. The universe once again was like, here you go. And so, and I also had kids in my classes before that were like 14 or, you know, somewhere around there, like not super young, but like teenagers. And uh, if I could give you this story real quick, one night I'm teaching uh, in Fit Republic, which is right above Urban Outfitters in Fashion Square Mall, where it was. And uh, it's a Friday night. The room is packed and I'm, I'm teaching. And when I'm done, this this lady and her daughter come upstairs to the gym and I hadn't seen them in two years because they were from Goodyear. So the girl's like 14. She used to take my classes and I'm like, oh, snap, like, what's up? I'm like, wait, how did you know that I was here? And the girl goes, oh, I heard your voice from all the way downstairs on the sidewalk. And I told my mom, that's Kenyatta. <laughs> yeah, you, you, like, you do have one of those voices. <laughs> I appreciate it. And, and so that's, that's, where that, that's where that came from. Man. And, and part of it is just, for me, I made a decision a long time ago that part of my mission and my purpose in life is to just leave something here bigger than myself and to inspire generations. And so that's where the kids thing comes from. I love it. So like I said, everyone, we're going to have links to all the products, all the information you're going to need in the show notes. Click it. Make sure you make a purchase for yourself or a loved one. Um, I always like to um, ask everyone this. So uh, this, the pandemic will end one way or another. Uh, what, are, what do you see in the future for you uh, once this is all over? Um. Well, I'm going to build an arsenal army. So the future is adding more like-minded fitness professionals. Kind of think like a, like a record label. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to have other artists and teaching instructors how to build, um, you know, great classes, how to create an experience. Because I tell people this all the time. I don't teach a class. I, I give an experience. That's what it is. Oh, and man. everybody don't have that. Like it's an it factor, right? Everyone doesn't have an it factor. But if I can help someone be really, really, really good, they'll be close enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, and to show people that in fitness we can be more collaborative than in competition with each other. Um, so that's part of my next steps as well as, I mean, I did a, uh, I co-hosted a, a retreat in Greece last year. Um, we were supposed to go back this year, but you know, we might be out on that. Uh, but more retreats and more, uh, events, you know, I'll be doing live events and stuff, more of that on a bigger scale, bringing even other elements of therapy together. So there's a lot going on, more videos, 
I'm creating Arsenal On Demand, which will be a plethora of videos from Tabata style to dumbbells to yoga. I'm going to bring in other people. Like, So that's what I'm doing right now is I'm in between filming right now. So those are future goals. Excellent. Uh, so last question. I always like yeah. to ask everyone about the state of our industry because – Whenever someone hears about a fitness trainer, coach, professional, there's always an image that comes to their mind. And I always like to ask people, especially in the day and age of social media, how do you feel about the state of industry of fitness right now? Or how do you feel like it can be improved? I think if we get into more, like I said, as far as improving, if we get more in the mindset of collaboration over competition, we can absolutely help in childhood obesity and, and obesity in general, or at least put a dent in it somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as far as the state of the industry and social media goes, I mean, I think it's great. I know a lot of people have their issues with like, you know, uh, you know, how many certifications someone got and all this stuff they can rattle off, which I respect. Right. I think some of it is necessary, but, Times change as they always do. And I feel like as long as you know who you are and you know why you're doing what you do, you worried about somebody else or being mad because this person has this many followers or how come it ain't you, whatever it is, that's just your pride and your ego getting in the way of your greatness. And so I don't even, the state of the industry is like, I think it's dope to see so many people doing stuff that in the past we never even would have seen none of this. You know, watching people be innovative, like right now, like, yo, everybody's going live daily, but they're going live with the circle of people that they have influenced and helped impact their life in a positive way. And I got parents and stuff reaching out to me like, hey, we want to jump in on this kid's workout. You know what I mean? So so it's been a blessing uh, as far as that goes. And, and I just think that the industry is going to continue to be what it is um, and the real will always come to the surface. So if you're a fraud and you're a fake, you will get exposed. Because, you know, it's kind of like that when the, <laughs> you know, when the, the Chrysler 300 is cool until the Bentley pull up. <laughs> hey, it's kind of like that. I know exactly what you mean. And uh, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna drop some game on y'all for free because uh, a few of you guys know this, but um, I'm a branding professional by trade. That's what I went to school for and everything. Kenyatta touched on a very good point earlier when he, when he was talking about an experience. When you talk about the difference between different trainers or different businesses and, and people like to ask what makes you different, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of times there's not a lot that makes people different or sometimes they're exactly the same. But the experience you delivers, uh, the experience that you deliver, that's what defines you and that's what makes you incredible and that's what makes people believe in you. And that's something I want you all to take away. Uh, Kenyatta, I want to thank you for coming on board, and uh, hopefully we'll get together soon. Yeah, bro, let's do it. We can't be strangers out here. <laughs> Go ahead and grab your arsenal by Kenyatta right now. I promise you won't be disappointed. Be sure to share and subscribe to the show so you never miss out on all-organic Phoenix-focused fitness content. As always, if you have any questions or comments about any of the content, go ahead and give me a nod via IG and I'll comment back. Thank you, everyone. Keep sharing those positive vibes and stay cool.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.